Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Today, it's the first of two episodes dedicated to the new Lion King, director John Favreau's remake of Disney's musical classic. First up, Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen, who stars Timon and Pumbaa, telling me all about meeting their co-star Beyonce for the first time at the movie's world premiere in Hollywood. Then, I've got Keegan-Michael Key and Chiwetel Ejiofor. It's all coming up right after the break. Stick around. Lancaster, South Carolina is in the middle of not much. But growing up nearby, I knew it as the hometown of a black man named Jim Duncan, who became a Super Bowl hero. Duncan up to the 15, the 20. And on my new podcast, Return Man, I'll discover that his death still makes no sense at all. The story was that my brother went into the police station, took a gun off a police officer, and shot himself in the head. Most people don't believe that. For the past three years at the Rock Hill Herald, I've looked back at a story that's timelier than ever. Breaking news. Don't shoot! Have you got some time to talk? It involves race, the mental state of the person, and a town that was scared to death to say anything. Listen to Return Man on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you took away the date and time, could you imagine that happening today? Yes, you can. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Now, Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen. Okay, what's your favorite Lion King song? Man. That's the not one a song. That, the, the, I Just Can't Wait to Be King is the one that is stuck in my head the most. Mm-hmm. So interesting. It really is. I don't know why. But hmm. is. Um, I like um, Circle of Life. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great opening song. It's really hard to beat Circle of Life. You really can't. Yeah. I played on by Circle of Life earlier. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. So, Seth, you slid into Billy's Twitter DMs. I did. I mean, yeah. Tell, why, did someone not give you his number? Did you not <laughs> get his number? Have, I actually we don't do have your Twitter. We that do really weird. exclusively communicate <laughs> yes. over Twitter. We're young social yeah, media. We're very uh, we're you know. millennials. Yeah, exactly. Millennial adjacent? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you are millennial. I'm technically Isn't a that amazing? Seth yeah. Rogen's a millennial. I'm the last one. No. Yeah. I am literally <laughs> the <laughs> oldest millennial. They like shut the door and they saw me. They're like, one more kid in, I guess. But like, yeah, that's exactly what it was. The oldest millennial. 
guys met before? Or? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew each Lots other. We yeah. had done. I had done his show. He had done Billy I, on the Street. I had a few scenes in Neighbors too. You did my charity event like almost ten years, like yeah, eight, eight years ago. Charity. Or something. Yeah. Um, so we knew each other. So who? Do you know who came up with the idea for the two of you? It was John. John. Just, wow. Yeah, yeah, I really think it was John. I had no idea literally until my agent called and said they want you to do it that I was up for consideration even. Yeah. Came completely it, out of the blue. Yeah, he me too. He just literally texted me. And John then has my number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't slide into your DM. <laughs> He's not a millennial. So do you do like do you do a chemistry read for something like this? No, or you just no. go for it. No. You just, <laughs> just cast us. Yeah. yeah. But you guys did some rehearsal. No. You guys it was not like it was on Everything, it was all captured a lot of right. the things in our rehearsal and literally are in, in the movie yeah like, because that's where we did a lot of our improv and a lot of our riffing and a shocking amount of it is in the final especially product. when wow. we first our first when we first come in and we find uh like young simba like mm -hmm. laying there like i it's almost i think it's from the time when yeah like the first day we recorded we were in this like black box theater with jd who plays young simba and we were trying to like get our lines right and stuff, and John was just like, "Put down the scripts and just like act out the scene as though mm -hmm. you've, as though you know the point of the scene. You yeah. find this little wow. tiger, you are scared, you debate talking to him, you talk to him, you yeah. try to help him, and like, wow. and we just, yeah, and like it, it was. We were like running around each other. We yeah. were kind of embodying the characters up yeah. on our feet. Um, it, and, oh god, um, I really want you to stand up right now and just do. Your yeah, mirror, your mirror I have a feeling Disney will do something with that footage. One day. <laughs> they I, have I, to, no, yeah. uh, no doubt. No, it was it was pretty amazing, and they, yeah. yeah, and again, they used a lot of that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How nervous were you though? This is such an iconic movie, such a classic movie, such iconic roles. Do you like when they say, "Okay, here's the role for you"? Do you automatically take it, or do you say, "Like, do I really want to touch this classic"? I mean, I had to take it for financial reasons, exactly. Mark. No, it's one of those things where you you obviously do it, and you know there are so many people who would kill for the yeah. opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to do it. But at the same time, you do worry a little, uh, you know, especially for us. I mean, Timon and Pumbaa, those are like really, those are characters people remember. Yep. Hakuna Matata. Yeah. I mean, those are iconic things. For me, I grew up in New York. I've loved Nathan Lane forever since even before he did Lion King. I knew who Nathan Lane was seeing him on stage in New York. So all of that was kind of swirling around in my head. But then a lot of it, to John's credit, he really created an environment where we felt relaxed yeah. and where, mm -hmm. where we could try things and, and fail um, and try weird things and bounce ideas off of each other. It was incredibly collaborative. And the movie really, for me, um, and I'm not just saying this, it, it's really a triumph for John. Like yeah. you could really feel how confident he was in his vision for things like Timon and Pumbaa being able to improvise and actually putting that in the movie, you mm -hmm. know, so that it feels natural and right. conversational. And that's, that's all John. Totally. hundred percent. So he made you feel relaxed. So was it really relaxing knowing that Beyonce is also in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Again, we were like, this will probably do really well. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think people uh, might see this. Exactly. One. Yeah. That, that's great. Uh, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. John is like, he, he was very, he seemed to have a very clear vision and yeah. like, and it did make it not nerve wracking. It yeah. made it fun, right. honestly. And yeah. like when you're working with someone who, 
you know is really good and who seems confident and seems to have like a really great movie in their sights and uh then it's really just fun and you trust them and you're like i'll just do whatever you ask and i'll I'll do as much of it as you want and you'll Mm -hmm. use it in the way that you need to and i love that he used your laugh yeah, that got a uh, huge laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it sounded like a real one. I'm sure they yeah. capture a lot yeah. of those. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, what was it like watching the characters for the first time and hearing your voice come out of a meerkat and a warhawk? Is it just yeah. surreal? Um, uh, it's the first. I'm trying to think. The first time I saw it, I saw a rough cut of it. We watched a rough cut back in October, yeah. and I have to say. With, with with me and with, and with Pumbaa too, but our characters are so adorable. I yeah. mean, <laughs> the designers did a remarkable job. And so, you know, I remember talking to John early on because I knew he cast me because, you know, he's a big Billy on the Street fan. And, and But I didn't want it to be exactly like that. Right. I didn't think that would work, you know. I didn't want to just put Billy on the Street in Lion King. Um, but what I thought... Billy, the, Billy the, on Pride Rock. Right, exactly, exactly. So, but well, but something about seeing that character, like how this little adorable guy, mm-hmm. ma- you know, mixed with my personality, <laughs> I think is what really makes it work. Yeah. And they were really smart to do it that way. Yeah. Um, so, how, and so, honestly, when I saw it, I was like relieved. Yeah. <laughs> so how many movies are you signed up for? Lion King sequels. I don't know. Are we signed up for Lion King sequels? Is there more? I don't of these? know. I, I can't. No I don't idea. know if they're gonna make Lion King yeah. two. Disney, Maybe one and a Disney half. Plus shows. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Oh. I don't read my contracts. Honestly. No, I have no idea what I've got. <laughs> I want to do a story. small cabaret show just with Seth. Yeah, exactly. Very small. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, yeah. that's small what theater. The, to- the, the Timon and Pumbaa crowd. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I literally <laughs> almost tweeted last night. You guys have to go on the road together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We would. <laughs> and singing. How nervous were yeah. you? You talked to me yesterday about like theaters that you first loved, musical theater. Yeah. Seth, where did you fall in that? Were you like, yep, I'm ready to sing? I was ready to do it. I mean, I the, my skill level uh, is debatable, I think, at times. But I, I you know, I again, I, I, I just trusted John and I was like willing to try anything. I'm not precious with my performances <laughs> and what I am trying to give to the director. Um, I... I just did it as much as they wanted me to. And I kept telling them if they would just auto-tune me, it would be much easier. But they <laughs> said they didn't want to do that. Yeah. So instead, I I went in and I just did it until they were happy. And, um, and, it, and, and it was fun, honestly. Like, it, I think that was something that I was also trying to maintain is... To, again, not be nervous or rigid or, right. you know, to to feel like it's a fun character who's enjoying singing the songs and who himself is not self-conscious of his right. performing <laughs> abilities. And so um, I had to c- convey that. And uh, yeah, so it, I'm very happy. I mean, I'm thrilled with how it turned out. It doesn't. It's, it's great. You know, I thought it worked so well, yeah. honestly. Um and but I, when you you hit some of those notes, right? But I sing entire songs. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I have a lot of singing to do in the movie. <laughs> um, and uh, for me, I mean, just on a selfish level, that was so fun because I haven't sung professionally ever. So when are we when level. are we seeing you on Broadway in a musical? Um, that come would on. be fun. I don't know. Come I on, you have to be in to talks do. with someone. They've had to come after you. Already. I'm always someone who like has to think of it, you know, and then like make it happen. That's <laughs> how it is. But 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 I but I will say no. But I meant when I said when I said it works i meant what seth is doing i love that they didn't auto-tune it because yeah. it feels so authentic and it feels real and it's so 
charming. You know, right. it really contributes to the organic feel of the movie, which I think was John's vision for it the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's why he, I, I like remember, I was like, just so you know, like I am not like a trained singer, nor yeah. has anyone <laughs> ever asked me to sing in any real. You capacity. could sing right now. You and could he, prove but, to the world you yeah, could exactly, sing. Right but now. his whole thing was just like that. It'll be fine. Like it'll be fun. Yeah. Like it's a, the character can. Yeah. Like it totally works with the character mm-hmm. if he is not like the most proficient singer <laughs> that is in the film. So um, and I want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> So and that's why I'm the second. Movie. Was was Beyonce signed on when you guys signed on, or afterwards? No, she came on later. Came and on how a do you little bit like? Later. Does John send a group text saying, "Oh, by the way"? I think that I read it online. I think I read it online. I texted yeah. me like, "Is this real?" And he was like, "Yeah." yeah. Real. <laughs> what was it like being in her presence last night? She's the only person I've seen get a standing ovation for before they do anything. Yeah, just existing. And and again, and it just made sense. Like no part of me was like. She doesn't deserve a standing ovation for just existing. I was just like, yes, it's Beyonce. Everyone stand up. Yeah, that was a really thrilling, surreal moment. That was just getting yeah. to shit. And it is one of those things. Like I have that experience a lot of, in my life, where like I am on stage with someone else who is much more beloved than I am, and I and I and I feel although they are getting the majority of the claps and applause, I feel like I'm getting a small like, <laughs> yeah. the spill it rubs off. A little it rubs bit. off a little bit. Yeah. But with that Beyonce thing, I was like, wow, she, I'm getting a little. This is, I got a yeah. sense of what Beyonce gets wherever she goes. And it felt fantastic. I she know. was really uh, lovely. We happened to be backstage together. Seth and I were the first ones backstage waiting to go on. And then Beyonce was the next person. <laughs> Which Beyonce and Jay-Z. So it was just, it was just the us. Yeah. Uh, and she, Seth and I were just like in the corner, like not knowing what, what do we to do? say. We say hi, she yeah. came right up to us, introduced herself, gave us all Wait, a hug. Wait, did she say, hi, I'm Beyonce? She just says, hello. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and, and I was like, hi, I'm Billy. I can I play Timon and she was like I know yeah. and like, us a she could not have been nicer she honestly. was very nice yeah. She's, she knows probably that people are a little intimidated and a she com- yeah exactly and so like she completely you know it was a very relaxing lovely moment yeah. and Donald Glover I mean that dude's a, a genius nice yeah, yeah he's he's really on his own level like in his own <laughs> lane but also he's such a great artist but then when you hang with him and work it's with so him nice it could like, be more chill accessible like, and like, yeah, yeah you would to, never yeah. know you yeah. know that he's like one of like the hottest stars on the planet no right in multiple mediums no. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. he's the greatest okay I have to ask you Walter Cronkite Oh, I don't know if that movie's going to happen ultimately. We pushed it and yeah. then like, I think they tried to get it. I don't know. Yeah, me and David Gordon Green were wanting to make it and then we both were doing other things and then I don't know. Uh, but what's a funny, a weird, surreal thing that happened to me is I was on the street in New York the other day, uh, like maybe a month ago, and a man walks up to me and he's like, I, I'm Walter Cronkite's son. And I and I heard you might be playing my father in a film, and he's like, I think that would be great. That was a Billy on the street. Bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it turned out that it was Emma Stone. <laughs> a lot of prosthetic makeup. But you thought she was Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then is this the hair for Jerry Rubin? No, this is I'm doing. <laughs> this uh, hair for, is good. Uh, it's I, amazing. I'm doing. Uh, I'm uh, another film that uh, I have to. I'm doing like a couple like pickup shots for, so I have to regrow my hair. Got That's it. good. I love it. Thank yeah. you. And what's next for you? You got that rom com. I know. Next for I me? know. I want to know who, who's going to go. Rom com. Yes. Seth, who um, should play his love interest in the rom com? Oh, I don't know the character. Oh. Yeah, he doesn't know. The script is under wraps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm excited about that. I'm doing my first comedy special for Netflix. 
um, which exciting. I'm going to shoot hopefully before the end of the year. And there's more Billy on the Street I have to do. Um, never did, goes away. Did, did, <laughs> I love it though. It's did, great. Did, it did reminds you, me. Of, I am. Did you ask Beyonce to be? No, no, no. I'm not bothering Beyonce with that. <laughs> <laughs> You sure? You honestly should have enough to do. Yeah. Maybe Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z you know, he's from New York. York. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Or Blue. Or Blue. Yeah, Blue. Or all of them. All of them. Yes. <laughs> We're awesome. You guys are amazing. I always have fun. Thank, Thank you, you so Mark. much. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Have fun with Megan Markle. Thank and you. Yes. Camilla. Uh, Camilla. Yeah. Well, if Camilla I see Camilla Ball. Parker Bowles, I'm going to freak out. Really? That's who you're most excited about? No, not. <laughs> just it's so bizarre. <laughs> I mean, like, do you have to get, like, what is it? Like, Etiquette? Yes. Lessons? Oh, they're in, they, lessons. There's, like a protocol. there's rules. Yeah, and there's they rules. It's like you're not allowed to touch. all those rules. <laughs> yeah. Good to see you. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. That was Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen. Now we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, Keegan-Michael Key. Ever thought you'd make a great switchboard operator or seltzer man or professional royal mistress? If old-timey jobs are your jam, we've got a podcast just for you. I'm Helen Hong. And I'm Matt Beat, and we host the new podcast, Jobsolete, taking a look at jobs that used to be a thing and now not so much. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find Jobsolete on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Now, it's Keegan-Michael Key. Congratulations. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm actually, I'm, I'm exhilarated. Yeah? I, I'm, I'm, I'm spent and exhilarated at the same time because it was a great night. Are you tired? I, I am. I am tired, but that's, that's a jet-laggy thing. That's a whole right. other thing. That's a whole other thing, yeah. <laughs> so, what was it like sitting in the Dolby Theater last night? You look up on the screen... And there's Beyonce. No. And, uh, <laughs> you look up on the screen. There's a hyena. Yeah. And your voice, voice is, is coming, coming out of it. it. I mean, it was it was actually very this process has been very disparate. So mm-hmm. it was it, it was actually surprising. It, I was at, at the point that the hyenas appeared, I was still getting used to how the mouths were working on right. the animals. As I thought John uh, Favreau did such a wonderful job with making it look as realistic as one would say if i go like, hey let's watch a national geographic special what would animals mouths look like if they spoke it right. wasn't because we never did any motion capture so it right. was a feeling of of um otherworldliness mm-hmm. in a way but then i felt i felt okay this is this is definitely what we were discussing in detail in the room right when we were rehearsing it so it, it's just another feather in john's cap when you mm-hmm. see how specific of a director he is and the thing is he has such a passion for the technical side right. and a passion, but he started as an actor and such a passion for the uh, working with actors right. in a very organic way that actors, certainly I, enjoyed. Right, because um, Seth and Billy were telling me like a lot of their stuff was so ad lib from like just rehearsal. They, he mm-hmm. just got it from that. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't. Same thing with me and Eric. Wow. Exact same thing with me and Eric where he said, I need A, I need line A, I need line G. Do whatever you want with B, C, D, E, and F, but make sure you're getting me, you're on a path that gets me to G. Mm. I know I need those two lines. Those are building blocks. But then other than that, he'd really let you go. And the fact that everybody was miked all the time so that he can get really organic efforts. Mm. If you're moving, I guess it's, right. it was really a, a, it was really well wrought, the the the, the creative process. Mm. And so the same thing, the same thing that Billy and, um, and Seth were talking about is what Eric and I experienced. So- 
Lion King is such a classic. Yeah. People love it so much. Why should they see the new one? I think they should see the new one because it has a sense of gravitas that the old one didn't have. Mm-hmm. And, and not to speak just about the hyenas or our part, but those characters were reimagined mm-hmm. in a way. There, There is um, a very noticeable and I believe positive lack of schmaltz to the story. Mm-hmm. And part of it is the visuals, part of the, are these intense, real-looking, photorealistic visuals. But another part of it is I think it's John's spirit that's been infused into the piece. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, honoring tradition, but I think it's really honoring the themes and the messages, and that's why people should come and see it. It's also a visual feast. An absolute... But it's also dark. I mean, we all knew The Lion King is dark because right. there's death, but right. this brings it to a level where I was like, are kids going to get freaked out? I know, I know. It's a really interesting line that we're crossing because yeah. it's an unmitigated darkness this time. It was mitigated before by looking at a, a, a creature with your eyes that's on celluloid that's not real right. and was made on a cell and and a completely different process. There, there's so much verisimilitude to the to, to the milieu and to the environment that I'm 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 a little I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Let's say this: I'm curious to see right. how how small children will react to it, mm. and um and anywhere from because I I think kids from age 11 to age five are going to see this. I think if you're kind of 12 or older in this YouTube era. Mm. They see a lot of stuff. That's true. True. Good they, point. They see a lot. So, so my, my feeling is what they're consuming on their phones and on YouTube uh, may help facilitate them having a, 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 a good experience. It's not traumatic. Right. A, fu- a fun experience. Right. Yeah. Um, what happens when you do get a phone call? Is it John who calls you? Does he, you know, send you a text saying, "Hey, I want you to be in the Lion King. I want you to play one of the hyenas." Yeah. It was. It was. It, the beginning of it was super traditional. It was a lot of, you know, the agents are like, you could, right. you could tell that even the agents typing the email were excited. You know, they're like, uh, so, uh, so uh, just call us, just call us back, just call us back. So the email, there's an email there, but well, if you could just, yeah, whenever you're ready. I'm like, what is going on? You know? And then you call them back, and then this is what, this is what my agents do. They slow everything down. They go, so Keegan, um. Got a call from Favreau. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Okay, what is it? What is it? You're like, I'm <laughs> like, the new Iron Man. Yes, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> is the, can we talk? Is Cheetle okay? Right. Um, uh, so, and then, and then it was a small. John was already so entrenched in the project that I didn't get to have as, as much interaction with him as I would have liked to have until I was there. Now, when I was with him aces he's he's so involved and so passionate about it and he and i come from a similar pedigree we we're both we you know we're both trained actors but also both came up in the improv world in chicago the sketch and improv world in chicago so we share a a shorthand and there's nomenclature that we're both familiar with and so that made it a dream to work with with Mm. him it was really fantastic to have that opportunity to go oh i need a little bit more of this here or zhuzh that here or yes and him more here all these improv terms like i'm your guy what you mean i got it yeah and just say yes just say yes just say yes um what was it like being in the presence of beyonce last night it is just can i tell you what it was very calming it really? was, I, I, I thought, I, I said to my wife, I said, I was like, you know, I'm doing all this. And she's like, she's like, she, we were both like humming. <laughs> and then she goes, Beyonce's over there. And, and, and when I walked over, she has this lovely kind of subdued grace about her, which I, I've seen her at her fiercest right. and I've seen her at her most emotional. And I, by the way, 
I think the work she does in the movie is really strong, mm-hmm. really solid, and really strong. And I think she's grown a lot, grown a lot as an actor. But she was, um, I did not expect her to be as soft spoken as she mm. was. But I, <laughs> you I think just, she was going to scream at you to get yeah. into formation? So we get right. No. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, the, um, she's she was there was the, there is a palpable grace that mm. comes off of her and um which i think can usually be intimidating but i was i was really actually calmed by her energy wow. i i was not expecting that at all uh that's what threw me was that what <laughs> threw me and, but i didn't i'm a very tactile person did not did not go in for the hug did not go. I was just. I shook her hand. I feel like there's wow. this like a reverent, and then usually I, I don't care. Like that's I'm like a, a royal thing. It's like a royal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're going to we're going to the London yeah. premiere next week, and so I'm like I'm practicing. I'm practicing. So have you been given your? We've been um, given our protocol. We've been given the protocol. So what did you learn that you do or don't do? I was not aware that um, you do not after the initial greeting. You don't speak until you're spoken to, and you're supposed to end every sentence with I think it's either Sir or Your Majesty. Or just your majesty. The other thing is this. Oh, so like, so I go to shake your hand, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to go like this. I'm not allowed to go, it's a pleasure to meet you, your majesty. I'm not, a- okay, that's what I'm not allowed to do. Right. I'm not allowed to do this. It's a pleasure to meet you, your majesty. It has to be this. So so, so the protocol says, it is a pleasure to meet you, your majesty. And then you do the, it's, a whole, it's intense. It's a whole wow. thing. And then I'm like, do I have to do it to Megan? She's American. Do I have to do, do I get a dispensation for Megan? Or, She's like, an actress. She's on suits. She's on suits. She so on do suits. you have to bow to her? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think. So. You, you know what you should do? You should wear tails and have the feathers go up when you bow. <laughs> <laughs> I just pull, we just start calling it. Let's let's get that hashtag Zazu. We just start pulling a Zazu. <laughs> did you Zazu to Beyonce? I did, but yeah, that's did you wild Zazu? though. Yeah, isn't that crazy? There's a whole thing. Yeah, and I you'd like to think he's so young. You'd like to think he doesn't care. Right. But my guess is, but if you grow up in it, maybe it's like, I'm not going to feel comfortable. And you don't want to be the one that the Daily Mail clicks you during the wrong thing. And then you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. So your favorite Lion King song? My favorite Lion King song is uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Why? I think it's, I'm a kind of, I'm a romantic at heart. I also feel like it's the part of the story. It's the, it's the beginning of the turn. Because you've got, you've really ostensibly for like 20 minutes have Simba just going, fuck it. I'm just going to do my thing. You know what I mean? You know? And then, and then for him to, st- it's when Nala comes back that he starts to, to, go, to, 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 to step into his highest self. Right. And that to me is why it, it's, it's important. It's, that's why that song's significant to me. I know mm-hmm. I'm talking about plot structure, but right. that's, but it's important. It's, yeah. it's, it's the thing that makes, it's part of what I think makes most of us remember it. Mm-hmm. It's there's love of family, but then there's this thing about what's my destiny and I, do I have the bravery to step into my destiny and you get by with a little help from your friends. So that's why it's, right. that's why it's my song. I'm actually getting goosebumps. I'm thinking about it, right? Disney plus how many times do you have to play the hyena in a Disney plus show now? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's that's going to be a really interesting contract negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck with that. Thank you. Right, Your exactly. Majesty. Yeah, Your Majesty. <laughs> that was Keegan Michael Key. Coming up after this short break, Scar himself, Oscar nominee Chiwetel Ejiofor. wish you could get more from your podcast? Well, you can with BuzzFeed Daily, hosted by me, Casey Rackham. And me, Zach Safford. On our show, we've got more good news and more pop culture. 
More memes and more celebrity tea. More of everything that's blowing up your timeline and trending on the internet. Every weekday evening, we're giving you more of what you need to enjoy your day. Because what's life if it isn't to be enjoyed? Listen to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're like me and spend hours on Instagram scrolling past all the over-filtered, perfect highlight reels of other women and just wish you had someone to commiserate with about your nightly shame spirals, I have great news for you. I'm Jade Iovine, and I'm the host of Tell Me About It, the weekly podcast that's here to remind you that the women we constantly compare ourselves to, yes, even that one, also have lives that are far from perfect. Whether it's admitting all the times you've texted your ex, navigating the world of fertility treatments, or feeling like the only one in the room with depression, nothing quite compares to the relief you feel when another woman admits they've stood exactly where you are and lived to tell the tale. So cancel that Zoom happy hour. You know you didn't want to go anyway. And come hang with me as I talk to women I respect about all the insecurities, mistakes, and the heartbreaks that they don't normally post about on Instagram. Join me for Heart to Hearts with tech CMO Bozema St. John, environmentalist and influencer Steph Shep, actress Jamie Lynn Siegler, and many more. Listen to Tell Me About It with Jade Iovine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. Now, Chiwetel Ejiofor. How are you? Very good. Very good. How are you? You're in Lion King. That's true. <laughs> How wild is that? Pretty wild. What? Pretty okay, wild. so what was it like in the theater last night? You look up on the screen, Scar comes, you know, walking on, and he opens his mouth, and it's your voice. Yeah, no, amazing. Amazing. Right from the beginning, you know, and I think that the... Uh, that in this, you know, in this version and in the original, you know, you are transported right from the beginning of the film and you are just, you're there and it's so exhilarating and so exciting and, um, you know, just really, really happy to be a part of it. So tell me, do you get a text from John who calls you, tells you, hey, I'm thinking of you for Lion King? Yeah. Um, well, actually, I got a call. I was on, I was getting a train from, uh, I was going from New York to Washington and I was just in the train station when I got the when I got the call, you know, not from John, <laughs> but from my agent to just to, to talk about it, to say this is what's going on. And, um, you know, you go, I just went through a lot of emotions about it, actually. I was yeah. just very, very excited. And, you know, I just I mean, obviously, it's such an iconic film mm. and such an iconic character that you're sort of very grateful to be to be invited to go on this kind of journey with something like right. this and just incredibly excited and thrilled about it all and um and I felt like I wanted to see it you know I just mm. I wanted to see whatever John was cooking up yeah. I just felt like I um I was just excited about the project I was just excited about what it could be you Did know, you call so. Jeremy Irons? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing him. You know? um, I feel like these characters are so iconic, though, that they're almost, and in some ways, you know, because it's sort of, it is based around and written around these sort of Shakespearean characters that, you know, they they can hold different interpretations. Mm. You know, they can they they can absorb different ways of looking at uh, at these characters. So that that know? that's I've been asking everyone. Lion King's so classic. Mm. Why should people go see this new version when they have the classic? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that because it has, um, 
um, I, I just think about why it excites me. You know, mm-hmm. what what is it that excites me? And um, and I feel like that any time a different, you know, obviously there's the the, uh, the technological aspect of it, and uh, and any time you have, but I think in all aspects really, any time you have different interpretations, it reveals a different side of things. Mm-hmm. It reveals a different nature of it. You know, and I think that some of the great stories, some of the best stories can um can absorb different interpretations and they give different colors and different shades yeah. to 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 a piece and uh, and you realize in a in a new way in a fresh way the things that you love about that story the things that hold through all the versions mm-hmm. you know and is one of the reasons why I loved seeing the stage version after seeing the uh, the animation right. version and so um you know because it does it just holds a different reflection it to, definitely feels to, darker yeah, I mean, it's it's there's something that's very in terms of how this this sort of rendering and how this how John has told the story and how that that realism mm-hmm. is so powerful and this kind of next gen technology um, really creates a very 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 strong. Do you connection. understand the technology? I don't understand it at all. <laughs> I don't understand it at all. And I didn't get to do the thing. You know, people are saying, oh, yeah, we put in the VR experience uh, and then you go in and the camera was changing lens and then people were like, oh, let's go up Pride Rock. And then everybody went up Pride Rock. I didn't get to do that. So I don't know. What, and I don't actually really know what they're talking about when they're talking about that stuff, you know. Um, so uh, I don't understand how they did it at all. And there's, I think uh, John was saying that there's one shot in the film that's real that's that's like a this this image and uh uh, or or, uh uh, from uh, you know some uh, location um and i i i you know i thought they were like you know maybe fifty thousand shots that were (laughs) right right. um it it is it's remarkable to what i mean it absolutely feels like a completely uh, like a game-changing experience you know that that nothing is going to be quite the same Again, and it's wonderful to do that and to to have that kind of moment in a story like this, you know, which people connect with all over the world right. and is so centered in all of our and rooted in all of our experiences and that and that sense of um, of, uh, of family and uh, um, mm-hmm. the families that you, you that you have and the families that you choose. Jeez. You know, I mean, those are those are the key themes of of this story, and they're so wonderful to to revisit and to think about and you know for us lot who saw the first yep. the first one you know i always think i was a child when the first one came out like i think of myself as like five years old i was 17 you know yeah. so i was a little older than that <laughs> yeah. yeah but it made me feel like i literally I, said at the office of this I, I i haven't seen it since i was a kid and someone looked at me like really yeah, right, i was like okay i'm um, yeah gigant but it feels like but you felt like yeah. a child you know and that's the and so to bring something like this to a whole new generation you know is you know it's it's a, such a privilege so let's talk about singing oh, let's talk about you singing. had to do a little singing in there that's yeah. how much fun was that scary nervous i don't think of you as a singer oh you, yeah. yeah yeah tell no, me about I, that um well you know i've i've um you know i've had a little I've had a little sing song in my, <laughs> that, in my life. That's what everyone, everyone on the carpet, I'll be like, you're a singer. Like, you know, I got, I got, I'm, you know, I sing. Held the tune once in a while. You'd have to know me very well. Such an iconic song. Yeah. I mean, you know, all of the, all of the songs, all of the songs are iconic. And, and that is the amazing thing about this, this soundtrack. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's you know it's just it's like the best 
soccer team in the world. You know right. what I mean? Like, <laughs> even the guys on the bench are like. <laughs> okay, but you're on a soundtrack now with Beyonce. <laughs> I mean, I'm the guy on the bench. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, no, that's pretty remarkable. I mean, that, actually, you know what? I'd never, I hadn't actually thought of it in those terms. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I'm ever going to be able to unthink of that uh, again in my life. So um, thank you for that. Uh, or, and people are going to be bored. <laughs> no, I'm telling you now, there are going to be people bored of me relating that exact sentence. Uh, Hi, I'd like a reservation at this restaurant. You know, I'm on a soundtrack. Yeah, I'm on the Beyonce. soundtrack with Beyonce. Oh, this table? You mean, you put the guy on the soundtrack with Beyonce at this table? Um, so, um, yeah, here's to the rest of my life. <laughs> what was it like being on that stage last night with Beyonce? I mean, it's just other level. It was wonderful, you know, um, as a huge fan and um and and a huge fan i mean a huge fan of all of of everybody right. you know i mean it's um it's a really incredible cast of of people and uh, and um and everybody bringing and a great director and uh and just everybody bringing that extraordinary passion right. and just really girl fashion love to 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 a project like this that um that i felt very nourished watching mm. the film you know in a way that I maybe didn't even necessarily expect to. I it felt played like I so would, well in the show. Like I would engage with it and I would be having a good time, but I just, but I felt something different. I felt mm. a slightly different emotion. I felt like it was something that I really needed and I was really nourished by. And that was, um, that was just great. And how important, you know, the, the first film wasn't as diverse as this film. It's a different time. Yeah. How important is that to see that, that these characters are be, being played by people of color? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's uh, it's an indication of of, of movement, you know, um, but it but you know, obviously, it still creates conversation, mm -hmm. and that's strange and frustrating. It's a film, it's this film and a project set in Africa. It shouldn't create any conversation at all right. that it has people of uh, different colors in the film. You know, it shouldn't be uh, um, something that's even discussed or thought about, really, right. of course. And, you know, and then extended beyond that, all projects should have diversity. All projects should have. But they people. don't. But of course they don't. And, um, and, uh, and that's something that we sort of continue to work and continue to sort of plug away at and see, you know, where we get to. How do you think Hollywood is doing? Well, I think it's all, you know, um, complex. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think that uh, we 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 live in a time now where there's an extraordinary amount of um, material, uh, and there's a kind of widening net of material, right. uh, and that can, I think, give a sort of impression sometimes that. Um, that a lot of attitudes are changing just mm -hmm. because by the because you know people think of things sometimes as a sort of numbers game, mm. um, uh, and um, and there's an obsession with data, um, <laughs> but data doesn't really talk about what happens when those things shrink, when the number of projects shrink, when the whole mm -hmm. the, when the game shrinks in a different way, whether people really change are, or are really changing or are open to change. You know, um, the the statistics and the percentages can be can be misleading sometimes. Mm -hmm. And uh, and what I think is gonna be, and is always and constantly important is to really, um, to, to allow us all to kind of evolve together and to give, and to give room and space for mm -hmm. that to happen and to know that the process of change is always complicated and, uh, and should be something that is nurtured. Uh, you know, I, I'm not really here to, to wag any fingers at all, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but I do want to encourage people to, embrace all these things and 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 so we can all kind of 
evolve and develop and, and move forward together. You know, it's for a, just a, for a richer and more entwined society. And you're going back to London for a little royal premiere. Heading back to London for a little bit of that, yeah. So what do you tell your American co-stars? Do you sort of tell them the protocol, what they could, what I've they could? Trying, <laughs> I've been trying. I've been trying. They don't listen. It's <laughs> Republic. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I actually need a little brushing up myself. Yeah. I, as soon as I get off the plane in Heathrow, I'm going to click on his eye and say, what, what goes on again? How we do this? What's, what's happening when we go up there? Um, yeah, no, it's all going to be very, very fun, I think. Especially if there are the actual guys there and women there who could be the king and queen by after, you know, later on. Like yeah, there are the sure. kind of human Simbas. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I wonder how they see it, you know. Right, because like, when they yeah, hear yeah, king, yeah, like, like king, they go like, yeah, king. Because he's, he's <laughs> looking over, you know, the pride land and do they go on the top of Buckingham Palace? And Charles goes, one day. <laughs> well, there's there's everything only, everything the light touches. <laughs> even and the, beyond that. Even the yeah. bridge? <laughs> even the Ferris wheel? <laughs> yeah. And what's your favorite Lion King song? Um, it's, it's sort of, I don't know. I think it's impossible to say, really. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like, I, I, I think that from the very first note of the very first introduction of that first <laughs> sound, you know, I'm captured. Right. You know, I'm 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 away. I think the score, the sound, the music is such an extraordinary part of this whole journey, and um and that is and again for me, you know, watching this again and that sort of sense of just being taken with it, mm -hmm. and uh, and the music is such an amazing part of that journey, and because there is that familiarity as well, that mm -hmm. it just it hits you right in that in that spot, like so. How um so in the contract that you signed with Disney. Uh -huh. Are there Lion, more Lion King sequels? Or do you have to? Are you going to get your own Disney Plus show? <laughs> you know, how does this all work? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, as me, as yeah. evil as Scar is, you you know you're fascinated by him. Yeah, I want to yeah. see like you want to see the spinoffs. I want to see the original origin story. <laughs> I want to see before he got the scar. Oh, you want to see how that all went down? <laughs> yes. That's, very, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a story right there. So are you going to do it for Disney Plus? Yeah, I think we should go in and have this conversation with <laughs> Hello, Bob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, began the, I began to have that. I just softened him up last night. <laughs> You're amazing. It's always great seeing you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, pleasure. That was Chiwetel Ejiofor. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Big Ticket. Coming up tomorrow, more Lion King with director Jon Favreau. Wait till you hear what he told me about the day Beyonce first played him Spirit, her new ballad in the new Lion King. Until then, this is The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. See you tomorrow. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power. Loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.